Welcome back to the Bite Podcast, everyone. This is episode seven. I'm your host, Raven. And I'm your host, Ree. And we are, we have, I think we have a pretty fun episode today, but it deserves a lot of context. But before we get into that context, on the last episode, uh, we saw that Ree opened her Christmas gift for me. But you guys didn't get to see, if you didn't watch the live, you guys didn't get to see uh, my me open the Ree's present to me. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> okay, so one of the presents that Ree got me was so thoughtful for, first of all, I really loved it, is this World's Best Teacher mug. I actually should be using it right now because I have coffee. Um, oh, yes. And it has a little uh, notepad with a pen and a little bow that's so cute. And then she got me this candle, Frosted Cookies, and it smells amazing. It smells like Frosted Cookies. And I actually just finished, like, well, I was going to wait till I cleaned my room to finish. And I finished cleaning my room. But I need to do my laundry. <laughs> so I have, I have yes. yet to light it up. But when my laundry is done, and I'll probably light it up maybe like Christmas Eve. Because it's very like a very Christmassy smell to Ooh. me. So. Yes. Christmas. That'd be really nice. Yes. And I guess, I don't know, we should talk about it now. Should we talk about the project maybe a little bit <laughs> Ooh, we can talk we can talk about the project yeah so before we get into our our topics for today re and i have recently uh, on one of the past episodes i had mentioned to re that i had started writing a book but i had kind of stopped because i don't know just busy and um i recently just showed re um the ideas for it and we're gonna work on this book together yes. so hopefully i mean who knows when 2021 2022 20, possibly 2021 <laughs> could 2021 could be like the whole year of just writing it designing it and then who knows maybe 2022 we can look into publishing yeah so hopefully soon you will have a a book by raven and Ree. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so cool imagine if on the book we put like it was like the book name i don't want to leak it yet but uh the book name by the bite podcast <laughs> oh <laughs> just gonna you know do a little plug if they want to check it out i know or we could do like r and r <laughs> be, like raven and oh my R&R. God. I mean, yes we'll see you'll see <laughs> soon oh my god have pen names that would be amazing like we can i mean but i want to do like press tours and stuff so maybe we shouldn't be secret you're right (laughs) you're right (laughs) um so today's topic uh the first topic of today is um twilight characters and their spongebob counterparts but this topic requires a little bit of back Context. context and backstory we have a friend named mare who we talk about in every episode i think except for one where we did not talk about <laughs> she was very sad or mention her at all but yeah um she <laughs> i don't even know where to start uh we have a big group chat with a whole bunch of our twilight friends and sam is in the group chat and you guys don't know who sam is we talked about her in one of the other episodes um 
She is. She's so funny. She's amazing, and she plays. She cosplays as Bella for the Olympic Coven cosplay group, and to me, they're like the official like Twilight. They're cosplay the official group. cosplay you know, group, like, I believe. They're iconic, and so she's amazing. And <laughs> ever since Sam joined the group chat, Mayor has always called her Kevin. So every time she joins the group chat, she goes, "Hi, Kevin." Kevin. And um. And that's like a SpongeBob reference from the. I'll put it up on the screen, um, a little mm. a little clip of what that is from. Uh, hi, Kevin. But um, yeah. So ever since she joined, Sam always uh, Sam has been called Kevin by Mare for the longest time. And then um, I think at one point they started talking about who everyone was from SpongeBob in the group chat. Um. Or I don't know. If, I may I have missed that combo. I don't know if Mare said who everyone was, or if she just just called Kenzie Plankton. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, she. Um, I think it was just a random thought of Mare's day, because you know Kenzie doesn't watch. She did. She's not a big fan of SpongeBob, and so. I think just one day Mare decided to hop in the group chat and was like, I know what Spongebob character Kenzie is. <laughs> and then she, she's like Plankton. I don't think she gave anybody else um, a character. No, but I feel like Mare needs to do that. Mare needs to give everyone a character. She does. So, I guess if if Sam is Kevin and Mare always says, hi, Kevin, does that make Mare Spongebob? <laughs> I would say so. Mary SpongeBob, but um, she's the main character. So that is what we had decided. I think we had decided that the last, um, the last episode we have like a meeting before, and we had talked about it. And then it just so happens that like literally a cut, like a the day that we post our podcast, Mayor, uh, Mayor was doing a takeover on her TikTok, where a whole bunch of us like took over her her page. I think Re, you did a that she was in your closet. Yeah, I had, <laughs> I had did her Twilight memes, and I had said that Mare was in my closet. Yeah, and then I did like a conspiracy video where I was. That was so funny. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where I was trying to crack the code. Um, so that day or uh, the day that we posted our podcast sam uh mayor had asked sam if she could take over her account and sam uh i i forgot who came up with the idea but someone who came up with the idea that sam was going to do um twilight characters and who their spongebob counterpart was and then i like messaged bear and i was like omg mayor <laughs> i was like re and i literally like because you inspired this topic for us I literally uh, said on the podcast that we were going to do that, do that as a topic for one of our episodes. And I was like, but that's totally cool, though, because it's like, whatever, you know? Yeah. So um, we can jump right into Twilight characters and their Spongebob counterpart. And I do, I don't remember what Sam had, what she said exactly, but I do remember that she put Emmett as Patrick and I wholeheartedly Yeah. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. Emmett is Patrick. Emmett is Patrick. So I guess I need someone to do an edit of that, of like Emmett, like a mixture of Emmett and, and, and Patrick, the star. 
because I feel like that would look wild. Like imagine like just like a buff Patrick with like Emmett yeah. That's that's amazing. Let's look just at him in a white tank white t shirt or tank top and some jeans. True. Okay, I also think that possibly Emmett could also be Larry the Lobster. Oh. Because <laughs> he's also kind of like Larry the Lobster. Like, you know, he's like a well, I guess Himbo I guess Larry the Lobster is more like Himbo than I guess Patrick. Because Patrick's just kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's our list of characters. They just have like the basic characters. Um so I'm really in between Larry the Lobster and Patrick for Emmett because I don't know. I feel like Larry the Lobster embodies him physically, but then I feel like Patrick embodies him like mentally. <laughs> so Emmett is Patrick the Star Patrick Star or Larry the Lobster combined. I roll with it. Who are we gonna give to Squid well who's gonna be Squidward? Squidward's very angry all the time. Um Okay. Um Jacob. I I was gonna say <laughs> if not Jacob, then I feel like I would give Mr. Krabs and Plankton to Edward and Jacob because they're always in a battle for oh, Bella's love. Yo, <laughs> that makes so much more sense. But then I see. Okay, go for it. I think because Squidward's also someone who is always like annoyed and bothered and doesn't want to be there. So then I'm like, okay, Marcus. So yes. I'm like Squidward is Marcus. That's a hundred percent. Squidward is Marcus. Okay, so that I'm gonna say if Edward is Mr. Krabs, Plankton is is Jacob, Bella is the Krabby Patty secret formula. <laughs> the Krabby Patty Oh no <laughs> But yes I you, you you crafted that's, that's she has to they're always battling for it they want to have it and edward has it yeah yo wow. that's amazing and then so then plankton has karen his wife so that would probably be like seth or something because it's always like next like wants to follow jacob you know but karen's also protector a, karen's also a little sassy she is. And in the in the SpongeBob musical, Karen's like super sassy. Love that for her. I love her. Um, and then we have SpongeBob, and I guess sometimes people I guess people would be like, okay, main character, SpongeBob, Bella, SpongeBob. But I kind of like don't see that because SpongeBob is also a very happy person. And Bella, and, and outgoing, and he's not really, like, scared of anything. So I don't see Spongebob as Bella. I kind of see Spongebob only because a lot of people would say that Spongebob is a little annoying as, ooh, as Jessica in the annoying. Ooh. Yeah. In the annoying aspect. But if we're talking about, like, the very cheery and bubbly, 
I would also say that she is, that Spongebob could be, oh, I have no idea. Alice, maybe? Just for their... I was going to say yeah, Alice. they're both pretty, like, outgoing and stuff. I was also going to maybe say Aro, because Aro is very charismatic, and especially in the book, he is. Michael Sheen kind of definitely captured a more mellow with low-key psychotic, but, like, what made Aro very creepy in New Moon was he was very bubbly and, like, out there. Yeah, I was actually going to say that that Aro is the Esquilliam fancy son. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I'm so sorry, headphone users, but that was so funny. I just... It's just, he's, like, I guess you automatically just, like, hate him. But, like. (laughs) You right. So. I mean. Did I, did you lie? Okay, let me, let me go look at some more. um, Here's a Spongebob list of characters on Wiki Fandom. Um, I also feel that, that Rosalie could be Squidward also for her, you know, for the, her kind of attitude a little bit. But... Yeah. Let's see. We have Sa- Who was... Um, Sandy Cheeks Jasper. Yeah. We gotta give the Texas to the Texan. Yes. <laughs> um, that care. I think she was a mermaid from the Spongebob movie. Yes. You know? Do you remember yeah. her? Who would be who would be her? If we're not giving if we don't give Alice SpongeBob, I think Alice could be her. Yeah. She's a very graceful character. Ooh, Pearl. Um, I could see Pearl as oh. Rosalie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Pearl yeah. Pearl as Rosalie. And guys, we understand if you're watching, you're like, I'm so confused. This is a Twilight podcast talking about SpongeBob. SpongeBob characters. But it's all, it's, you know, don't worry. We'll get, we'll get to more. We're going to get to more, but this is a little fun. Yeah, this is like, you know, those videos that, that are like, um, oh, I did one on Mare's account. I was like, um, Mare's dog as Twilight characters with little to no context. So that's it's like one of those. Yes. SpongeBob characters as Twilight characters with little to no context. <laughs> yes. We have Gary the Snail. <laughs> I mean, he's just a pet, but he's loyal. He is. He's loyal. He's unbothered. He. A little sassy sometimes. Mm. I want to say... I want to say Jane. Love that. Okay. I can see that. Because she is... Well, she's unbothered for the most part, except she's bothered by Bella because she can't stand that she can't use her power with Bella. But she's sassy. She kind of just, you know... Yeah. She's a silent killer. I was going to say that. Ooh. Go for it. Con- oh, well, I, w- I was just going to say either her or Victoria. <laughs> I was going to say that Victoria's Doodle Bob. <laughs> <laughs> she is. A 
Okay, never mind. Never mind. That made more sense. <laughs> She's doodle bob. Mahoy <laughs> Okay, we have Mrs. Puff. I want to say Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Puff could be Esme. But she also rages. Mrs. Puff rages like not like nobody's business. But I mean, like also like I feel like like Esme could rage. You know her motherly instinct. Yeah, I have this. There was this um headcanon on Tumblr a long time ago. I think it's still there that I definitely saw and I kind of agree with. It was this headcanon AU where. Um, you know, Esme's kind of the, you know, she's very motherly and gentle and everything, but I, f- but it was like, I 100% think that if Esme found out that Jane and Alec were 12 year olds, um, look like being so influenced by these older men, she would rage against Aro, beat his ass and kidnap the twins. 100% I agree. Okay. Marine Man and Barnacle Boy, I think, are the Russian vampires that we see in Vietnam <laughs> Part 2. Little commercial break to say that I meant the Romanian coven, not the Russian coven. So, fact check. <laughs> Stefan and Vladimir! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Okay, we have King Neptune, which I want to say, ooh, hold on. King Neptune could well easily be Charlie, and the mermaid could be Bella. Because King Neptune, the whole thing when the movie was that, like, he didn't want her to, like, do something. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but, um, so, King Neptune... I think could be Charlie, and then the 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 mermaid, his daughter, could be Bella. Also, gosh, what was her name? Oh, I here I'm I'm scrolling through to see if maybe you could find it somewhere. <laughs> okay. okay, we also have we got We also have uh Harold and Margaret Squarepants. Um, I'm gonna go Ooh. ahead and say Carlisle and Esme, right? Yeah, yeah. We said Al. We said if Alice was maybe SpongeBob, then mm-hmm. those two would probably make sense. Okay, we gotta tackle it. Who would be the hash slinging slasher? <laughs> probably like I want to. <laughs> I want to say Riley. Or Jane. Riley. <laughs> oh, my mans. Okay, also, uh, so Bella, when Bella has a dream that she's old and, like, it's, that she thinks it's her grandma, but it's her, old, yeah. old Bella is Grandma Squarepants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing more, nothing less. Nothing that else. Is- nothing more. That's it. We don't gotta... Go into depth on that one. Okay. Who, oh, we have who, Bubble oh Bass. God, the really oh, I hated Bubble Bass. <laughs> oh, excuse you. me, sorry. Sorry about that. Bubble Bass was the overweight green bass who was reoccurring nemesis to SpongeBob in the first season, and I'm gonna say that that's Caius only because I hated Bubble Bass, 
And yeah, I just don't like Caius. I'm so sorry, Jamie Campbell Bauer. Like, you are an amazing actor. You fine also, but that wig and that attitude for Caius was just not it. Not it. Um, Old Man Jenkins, I'm going to go ahead and say that that is Billy. Nothing Um, nothing else to say. Nothing nothing else. else. Oh my god, but we also have Dr. Gil Gilliam, the doctor. I think literally the only doctor that we see. He's a veterinarian, but like Carlisle. I think a lot of these characters could be like several different things, you know? Yeah, because I was also going to say maybe um, what's it, what Barnacle Boy and I forget. It's been a long time. Mermaid Man. Um, Like people. Mermaid Man and that was Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. I could also thought could be Dimitri and Felix. I could see that too. Man Ray, I think is James. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, her name is Princess Mindy. Oh yeah, Mindy. Got that. I'm going through all of these characters. Who's King Jellyfish? Oh my goodness, King Jellyfish. Benjamin. Yes, that is him. The king of all jellyfish. Um, I want to say also that... Let's see, I'm like looking through pictures. There's a lot of Spongebob characters because there's like... Oh, I, oh all of the, um, the, anch- the anchovies, I'm pretty sure... The ones that are just kind of like there. I think they say like meat or something like that. That's yeah. I want to say that those are like the child, like the high school students at Forks or like the Forks town members because they literally don't know what's going on. Literally. So that's them. That's just them like, I guess, um, going with the crowd. Yes. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? Do you remember the episode of SpongeBob? Where Patrick had like an older sister, um, or like a cousin or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. But all you know is that she was really big and she had like a like a bikini on. And I was gonna say that that is Jessica. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't remember her. I don't know if that was older season or like the newest season because I kind of fell off of watching Spongebob with like the newest seasons mm-hmm. before because I don't know it's not on the air anymore they don't make any more well, I think they make, they're they making new ones and I just don't the graphics look different um it's not like the original so yeah. it's like let me see I want to see if I can old Spongebob versus new Spongebob um yeah. yeah they look very different i remember when i saw i mean granted it was like a two years ago so i was not gonna watch it but i remember twitter went twitter going insane when they released the new graphic for dora oh yeah <laughs> i was like oof i was like what that is not dora it's not dora i'm all spongebob out I think. 
That was like yeah. all I could think of. But um, oh, ma- you know, oh, oh, go for ooh, it. Oh, you know who else Caius could be? Who? You remember that? Um, you remember the chocolate bar episode? Oh my gosh, yes. With um, I think it was the was it. Was that? I don't know if it's the same episode with the late. I, I don't know if it was the chocolate bar episode or if it was another episode, but it was the lady in like the wheelchair, and yes. she's always grouchy. Yeah, that okay. that lady. Okay, look, I'm watching Mayor's video right now that Sam did. She said that Rosalie was, oh, uh, the fancy Squidward. Emmett was Patrick. Alice yes. was <laughs> was like. Like a sassy Patrick. Oh, sassy Patrick. She said that Jasper was, oh, the chocolate guy. The guy who's like obsessed with chocolate. Oh, yeah. Then we have Jacob was a quit word, which I think we had said, right? Edward was. We said he was, we said he was plankton well, yeah but but yeah we were i had said i said maybe he would be um squidward bella as spongebob bella as spongebob and then i mean yeah she is the main character oh and then she put and then she put charlie as gary <laughs> <laughs> i love that i could say i love that Jeez, that is hilarious I could see Charlie as, as, um, (laughs) as Gary. I don't know. Someone commented on, I'm like looking at the comments. Someone said, girl, get the out of here. Bella is so toxic, toxic as all she does is run back to Jacob when something goes wrong and just to mess with him. And then, and then when he starts to want her, it's a problem. So no, thank you. Jacob will never spread energy on purpose change my mind i'm guessing they're team jacob i guess so which i don't understand by the way but uh, we talked about that last time but we will we'll, we'll, uh if you want to hear that our opinions on the jacob uh situation then tune in to our last episode because it's a long one but um we did talk about controversies of the twilight saga um but that, yeah, so you want to hear our opinions on what we think about Jacob Black, um, which I think, uh, I don't know if we had touched on this. Like, I think the character as a whole, like, I think he has good qualities, but oh, yeah. then obviously there's some things that come in and mess it up, like the gaslighting and the um, manipulation. Yeah, I mean, if we want to touch a little bit on it and go more into detail about, because um, we had kind of just stuck with, like yeah, like you yeah, said, the negatives. Yeah. But, but like I personally, I really liked him in Twilight and the um in New Moon. Yeah. Um, I was upset with him, of course, in New Moon when you know he did hurt Bella, saying like we can't be friends. But he was just doing what he had to do to protect her. Yeah. It's not till Eclipse and Breaking Dawn that I'm like, oh hell no! But it's like I can't help but. Like, oh my god, poor baby in Twilight. Because even even in Midnight Sun, I don't know if you've gotten to that part in Midnight Sun, but when Edward, like, 
first interacts with Jacob or from like a distance because he's dropping Bella off and Jacob's like oh my god like that car is so cool and all that mm. like that's a such and such and he's like his mind is so pure and I'm like oh yeah, my god Jacob uh, <sighs> like why yeah, so why? I do really like him in Twilight and New Moon it's just like the eclipse stuff I think I think that's where you know Stephanie Meyer we love you but I think that's where Stephanie went wrong is making making Jacob the like the un- other other like the the other villain like the secret villain if that makes sense um but yeah. the, remember i talked to you i told you that there was a conspiracy theory that i wanted to talk to you about and i feel like now is the perfect oh, yeah. time to talk about it buckle, yeah buckle up <laughs> because this is, hold on let me fit this is a wild i don't want a wild one so okay i don't want to poke my eye out so i'll i'll just start i'll just start with the little basics of it so we all know that Bella okay. is a shield. Which yes. We, would, would, and we know that because um, Jane's powers couldn't work on her because Edward's powers didn't work on her. So we know that she's a mental shield. Yeah. What if, oh my gosh, I'm not ready to, I can't even like physically say this out loud. What if, since she's a shield, Jacob was meant to imprint on Bella but couldn't because she's a shield. And so when she had Renezme, since her DNA is in Renezme, that Stop. is why he imprinted <laughs> on Renezme. No! <laughs> I can't deal. That's now in my mind. I'm never going to forget that. I have that. literal like tears like forming in my eyeballs. I, I, right I, I, I want to cry. That's so sad. And it's like, but then it makes sense why they had such a natural friendship and why a natural longing and why he made her happy when he, Edward was gone. I'm still Team Edward. I'm still Team Edward. But for through and but, through, look, I'm like literally like there's tears. You're literally eyes. crying. It's just such a well. Okay, <laughs> um, I I I saw a video. The, this is why I can't. I thought about it is because I saw a video and it was a girl who screenshotted like a comment section of a video of someone saying this. Like she was like, I have a theory that that. Since Bella's a shield, that is why Jacob could not imprint on her, which sucks because it's not even like, like that is something that he. That's not even something that Bella could control if she was human. Like yeah, because she didn't know about and it. Let's just say that it, in the end, Edward Jake. Let's just say that it, at some point, if if whatever, that Bella chose Jacob instead of Edward, which we all know that Edward would be respectful of because he's a respect respectful king he would have respected her choice but if she ended up with jacob he still wouldn't have been able to imprint on her and if they had a kid he would have imprinted on their god that's more disgusting hell no but then it but then it would have kind of it would have changed it no like it would have kind of been like a father's love for like his child right yeah that that's i think if they, they had went well obviously it's, it would not have gone that route but if they had gone that round that's what it that's what it would have been um 
It makes sense. And it's just like... Oh, God. It's so... Um, it's so sad. It, it, that, if, that is, if that is the case. And if we find out that in freaking Renesmee's book or in Leah's book, if we find out that that is why Jacob couldn't imprint, I will literally write, I think. I am not Team Jacob, ever. But that crushes my soul. That, hey, oh my god, my heart, my heart's literally breaking in pieces right now. What the heck? Like, I'm so, like, I, and then I saw, and then I think after that, it kind of, that theory kind of blew up, and then it, I think it made its rounds on Twitter. Um, maybe I took a screenshot of it. But. Because I hadn't, well, then again, I don't know, wh- I don't know when, when did you find this out? Like, I think last week when I had told you, like, I have a theory that I want to talk about. Okay, because okay, well, then again, I haven't been on Twilight Tumblr in a while, so this is what it said. This I wouldn't a, know if it got on there. And it says, "Hi, good morning. What's causing your spiral today?" For me, it's the TikTok <laughs> comment that said that they think Jacob imprinted on Bella, but because she was a shield, it didn't work, so it transferred, and it makes it so much sense that I cannot b- believe I never thought of it myself. Is what they said. I'm like. <laughs> And that's so sad. That really is. And like, because it's like, I know Stephanie Meyer has said that Jacob was never intended to be a love interest. The love triangle kind of happened because she was pressured. You know, she had to write more books and she didn't really plan for the story to go further than that. And it just happened. So yeah who knows the possibilities that and i think that i think that um oh i think stephanie would break everyone's hearts if she like ended if she saw that tweet if she if her of her pr team saw something like that showed it to her someone had to have seen that and showed it to her for and i need her to just see that and like ponder with it and sit in it for a little bit because i think not that okay, not I because in our last episode we did say that Eclipse maybe should have been Bella and Edward trying to navigate their relationship and less of a like a the 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 love triangle, but yeah, and so I guess if they did that, they would bring up the whole love triangle thing again, but like I don't know, that's just because so it sad. just but then also since if Jacob already imprinted, he can't imprint again, yeah, that's. Well, from what we know, he can't. But, like, what if... Because as far as we know, Bella has let her shield down to Edward only. As far yeah. as we know. Because of the movie, her whole, like, letting her, like, shield down and letting Edward kind of, like, see what she's thinking about. Which, first of all... You don't understand how... <laughs> first of all, let's let's just talk about that. That scene will for ever make the tears flow because oh and then oh my god and then <laughs> and then oh my gosh i'm gonna cry <laughs> and then and then at the end he goes can i see it again and she was like she was like well we have like forever like what i oh my god like stop i just i just finished my makeup <laughs> i knew this episode would turn was... so emotional oh jeez that's just the things this saga does to me god i love it and i hate it yeah um i want okay 
I, I'm going to get into my recommendation for the week, which I always feel like I never have my recommendations, but they always come to me in a spot. My recommendation is to go <laughs> and research Twilight Conspiracy Theories and then go to our Instagram because I'm going to put up a poll and tell me what is your favorite Twilight Conspiracy Theories. And maybe we'll talk about, I'll screenshot them, I'll save it, and we'll talk about it in a future episode. But I feel like that's something that we should definitely talk about because there's a lot. There's, like, there's a lot of conspiracies. I mean, you have that one. You also have the um, who is Embry's dad conspiracy, which Cherish, shout out to Cherish and her podcast, The Twilight Sluice, their first episode went into which first of all that was such a funny episode (laughs) um funny pilot they're talking about like literally the the name of it was are you my dad (laughs) so there there's that conspiracy there's the um i wonder if okay i don't know if there's evan aro doesn't know about well, no, no, no. Marcus doesn't know that Aro's the one who killed Didame. So it ever makes you wonder, like, is he just going off of Aro's word that Didame was destroyed? Or did Aro, like, threaten her and she vanished? And she's still out there. True. I mean, hey. So who knows? So, I don't think he saw, I don't, there's not, there, I don't think there's anything that says that Marcus saw her body. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my recommendation. On this, the day that we put this episode out, I will go and there will be a poll up on our Instagram at the Bye Podcast RR. And it's going to say, tell me your favorite Twilight conspiracy theories. I will screenshot them. We will talk about them. Not next episode. Not episode eight, but episode nine. Sounds good. That's a plan. Sounds good. Um, because there's a lot. And there was actually something that I had saw. It's not a conspiracy theory. But something that I guess we didn't really touch upon last episode where we talked about the problems of Twilight um, was that Embry also imprinted on a child. What? Oh, wait. wait Embry? No. Quill? No, Quill. 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 Sorry. My, my brain is... <gasps> I was like... No. Quill imprinted on a child also. But there was... I forgot where it was said, but... Apparently, at some point, they had asked Quill if he would be dating other people while Claire, I think is her name, mm-hmm. was growing up. And he had basically said, no, what's the point? Which... <laughs> um... <laughs> that just set some stuff in stone. Yeah. So I think that that's the main, that's like the main issue with the imprinting. Also, if you're a viewer on YouTube and you're watching this, I suddenly started having a list because I put my retainers back in, but I'm taking them out. So I'm so sorry if you think it's gross, but I will try to hide it my best. Oh, <laughs> so that is, a, I think that is another issue. I think that's where the issue with the whole imprinting comes in because things yeah. like that are said. And then it's it just like, it it sets it in motion. It kind of reinforces the idea of why, you know, why we think it is what it is. And I understand people want to um, not they want to write their own canon. We do it all the time, but I think it's important to acknowledge 
the actual canon and be like, okay, this is canon. It's horrible. It's problematic. Mm -hmm. But we can't we can't ignore that because if we ignore it, then we're just reinforcing it to continue. Yeah, and I think that we did we did say this that I think Stephanie has a chance to redeem herself. With I next, think she does with this Renesmee book to kind of show like, hey, maybe that was not in the best interest. Um, yeah, I think that if she did, if she maybe makes it canon that that is what happened that Jacob could not imprint on Bella because she was a shield, and it did not work, so it transferred. I think that is not redeemable, but it makes it understandable. Yeah, first of all, um. But then it just doesn't excuse the fact that Quill also imprinted on the child. Um, yeah. You know? I, but I think that she does have she does have a chance to redeem herself. Or not mm, herself, but also just like this whole the notion saga. of... This, yeah. Um, because maybe it was like a poor choice. But um, I think that she has lots of opportunities. There's so many other things that I could think of her to do or say that will make it better ish yeah um i think that <laughs> stephanie needs to find your alt nessie videos and um kind of maybe take some notes she, she would hate my alt nessie <laughs> oh she absolutely but people love them i know and i mean i'm still getting comments which um, I just want to say it on here to all the listeners, and if you're following me on TikTok, um, I just want to clarify again: my alt Nessie does not follow canon. She pro- she never will. She is definitely not a conforming, um, good little schoolgirl. She is rebellious. She is what I think most people would envision her to be in 2020. If like the canon was set and i will not because i'm still getting comments of people asking me to do ones with jacob and i'm if i'm gonna include jacob i'm gonna be clowning him it's not gonna be romantic don't ask me no and don't get mad because he has a new love interest and his name is mark his name is mark and who knows she might have um a girl love interest because I kind of someone had asked like okay what's Nessie's sexuality and I was like um I don't think I have put a label on it but if I had to because I love everyone and I'm very accepting it would be pan or queer mm-hmm. so that's how I feel like Nessie would be and I think so who knows Mark um yeah but I think it, you hit the nail on the head with the whole overbearing parents and her like Maybe being because I mean obviously they're gonna they're gonna have a weird dynamic because she's gonna be raised up into a certain point with Edward and Bella as her parents, but then yeah at a certain point they're gonna end up being raised as her siblings, you know like if they go to school exactly. together they're gonna be siblings. Yeah, and I was definitely thinking about that in um doing a video like that where it's like we're at school and there's Edward and Bella and it's all like oh yeah my parents are right there but they're actually my siblings yeah because it's and and then it's also like someone had commented on it and brought this up which is definitely true is people have to understand that Nessie 
was born in 2007. She's growing up in this time. Mm -hmm. And Edward was born in 1901. He was raised in a totally different generation. And he still has those values. Yeah, she's Gen Z. He is, I don't even know what, um, he's part of, he would be, like, if if Edward, I think. (laughs) He's a boomer. He was turned. He's a before then. a boomer. I think he was a part of like I think nineteen eighteen actually was was nineteen eighteen the year we got into World War One because they called the they called the generation of World War One the world's I think it was one of the world's greatest generation. Um, he would have been in they that like Edward the, would have they been drafted it the GI generation, the GI generation, which is like GI Joe, which is very like war driven. So. Yeah, yeah, because um, World War One took place, I think, d- right during into the nineteen twenties. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. So he he would have been if Edward hadn't have died of the Spanish influenza, he probably would have been drafted. Yeah, like I think it's like I I definitely can see some moments possibly in this next book where they're at school and they're like Bella has to like tell her something in like a motherly tone or Edward tells her something as a father. And she's like, okay, dad. And then there's people being like, what's going on? What the heck? And be like, oh, not (laughs) like having to try to twist that. Like, oh, I meant daddy. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I cannot wait to see how this is going to turn out. It's going to be a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Oof. Very interesting um, to see how exactly she does it, but but we can guarantee that in our book there will be no pedophilia or racism. Hell no. Or anything like that. No. So or or homophobia, no xenophobia, nothing. We're gonna be very accepting, and that's all I'm gonna say about it because without giving too much away. Yeah. Just know it's going to be diverse. Very diverse, yes. Um, I guess this leads us to our next topic of today, and that is the world of Charlie Swan, of Chief Swan, our chief and savior. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Jeez. Love him. Charlie, where do we even begin? Um... Obviously, Charlie is Bella's dad. We kind of talked about this, I think, on the last episode. But we said, or maybe the one before. But we did say that we think that Charlie should be turned into a vampire. Yes. I... And that is I actually, like, I on it. That is canon. Like, write down Stephanie Meyer. Do it. Because it just... I thought about this and I think it's also cause I was, um, which I'll get into more of it when, um, cause I'm rereading Eclipse. So this is going to be one of two of my, for my segment, but I was rereading Eclipse and I had just finished, um, unhappy ending, which, um, is the chapter where Rosalie tells her story and why she feels. And it just got me thinking like how Rosalie's all like, you don't know what you're going to miss because Bella is so blinded by her love for Edward and wanting to stay with him for eternity. Like she doesn't realize that she's got her parents Mm -hmm. and 
I think of that one scene in Breaking Dawn Part 1 where she says goodbye to Charlie and it's like she thinks that that's going to be the last time she sees him as a human. And she goes and like they have this moment where he's like standing there and she goes up to him and I I keep trying to um, turn up the volume so loud and replay it because I swear I think she says like she punches him and she goes like daddy like you know in a very soft and like childlike way and they have like that moment and I literally almost start crying <laughs> and it just I'm just so like no, like Charlie's gonna Charlie's gonna continue living and I just I don't know. I think and I think her and her relationship with Charlie got stronger during her time in Forks. And like I think she genuinely would feel really sad to have to watch him grow old and her stay there and then have to maybe become his granddaughter and then watch him go on and it just I have oh. a theory that um that I have a theory that I think Charlie knows everything. I I feel he has to know. There's no he way he has Look, to know. He is the chief of police in Forks, Washington. He has already there was already he already had suspicion about about the attacks not being like animal attacks. So, and then, but then, uh, Harry had, like, you know, came in and kind of, like, persuaded him, like, otherwise, like, no, it is, right? Just to cover up the tracks of the wolves, right? But then he found out about the wolves. So then he already has to be thinking, like, if there's a werewolf, what else is there? You can do one Google search, like Bella, and search up, like, werewolves, whatever, and it's gonna tell you that they're natural like born enemy are vampires and then he's gonna automatically be thinking like hmm like vampires that's a little ridiculous but then he can connect the dots and he has a grandchild that is growing faster than freaking like there there is no way he doesn't know yeah he has to know and he 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 has to know and even when he first saw Bella after you know she had um Nessie and Jacob kind of reveals himself so he knows about Jacob mm-hmm. so it's all like he goes my daughter looks like my daughter but then she doesn't and then, like... and then the whole the whole part where um he was like they introduced Renesme to him and he was like oh like this is our niece right that we adopted and then he goes she has your eyes Hmm, that's just suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. That's weird. (laughs) That's suspicious. (laughs) Like the way you said that. (laughs) I just need I just need a Charlie a voice of Charlie saying that. Like that's suspicious. Um. Yeah. And then okay, and then Sue. Is she? I she is she's not an elder, but she goes to the meetings because she kind of like. Um, she rep- I think I think Jacob said an eclipse, which I should be getting to that chapter soon. I think he said that Sue took over for Harry. Harry. We'll see, and so she yeah. knows. So then, and they're they're partners, dude. I tell my husband everything, like all the cheese man, like all the gossip, everything, like. 
And he's now like, you know, stepdad to Seth and Leah. And as long as Seth and Leah continue to phase, they're not going to age. So he's going to wonder why his biological daughter, his son-in-law, are not aging. Like, she still looks 19. Mm -hmm. He's going to wonder why his stepdaughter and son are not aging. And then he's going to wonder why his grandchild is aging so fast. And then stops at some point. <laughs> and then stops. I, and Jacob. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't, like, he has to know. And then I have another theory that if he somehow does not know, whatever, whatever, um, like, like we're just going to make Charlie this naive character, like, he doesn't know anything, um, then I think that at, he's going to be turned by not, but not by one of the Cullens. I think he might be turned by, like, some like um some villain or something with so that as kind of like revenge in a way you know that that got me thinking because i don't know why i i I feel like um i've always i've always thought what if like the romanian coven does something drastic that because they want to go against the Volturi. What if they do something so drastic that involves the Cullens and the Volturi having to team up to, like, take them down? True. I mean, I can see that. I'm just saying, if I don't get Charlie Swan content in these new books, I will literally flip shit. <laughs> I'm going to throw the book. What's the point? What's the point? Like, seriously, like, we just need charlie swan content like i need charlie there as a supportive grandpa um and then we're getting a, a leah book and a renesme book leah lives with charlie literally i swear my girl better be done justice <sighs> oh my goodness he just needs to oh I think my he gosh turn at this point and then he can turn too and then all of them will just live happy like literally and um and then so, seth <laughs> seth and leah need an imprint oh yeah yeah they need imprints um we i guess um charlie i guess at, in the beginning was kind of an underrated character and i think he's only gained like love like more recently like through the whole like yeah. Twilight Renaissance on TikTok, I think it's definitely been um a, a very a, a rise in justice for Chief Swan, is what people <laughs> are saying. Or yes. for Daddy Swan, I've seen that too. Um, and oh. I made my first Charlie related video uh, when I was like things I would wear on my honeymoon with the. With like for the guys with, with the men of Forks or with the men of Twilight, and I did Charlie and I put a pair of handcuffs like and that was it. That is, <laughs> and then that was my that first was... Charlie video. And then I noticed people were like, "Oh my gosh, yes, Chief Swan!" And then I think I made another one. It was when um all all those like riots were happening for good cause, and um and yeah. they people were saying a cab. Um, which is all cops are bad, and that trend was going around yeah. where people were doing um the with the cops from, 
SVU and they were like with Olivia Benson oh my God. and like Stabler and they were like I hope you know I hope you know that this has nothing to do with you yeah and so I, I saw that video. I saw your video. That was one of the first videos that popped up for me from you. And that was, that was the, like, I guess after I saw all the love from for Charlie, I did that video, I think, next. And that was, that was a while. And then I had another video that had Charlie in it, but it didn't only have Charlie. It had Carlos. It was the daddies. And it was, like, if you got this video, like, this is who you're, like, your your love triangle is with and then uh it was carlisle and charlie and it literally blew up like how could like how could you make me choose i know people all i know people were saying a lot of things like i guess we're going to paris i mean uh, oh, that's all I'm i know say i say that. i hate i know i say i hate men but i don't mean them it has right now it has nine hundred thousand views <laughs> Yeah, people. Someone put with those two. It's not a triangle. It's polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> they right. Oh my goodness. Um, Emily or remember Twilight commented and put, "What a blessed day <laughs> this is." <laughs> oh, shout out to Emily, our girl. We love her. I um, love her. Let me see. So some people are so funny on that. Some people put the algorithm really knows I have daddy issues. I mean, I mean, I don't want to. No, I. I have a lot of verified people that. on TikTok also comment on it. Um, it was just it's just super funny. It's a really funny video. I love that. Uh, but yeah, so Charlie is popping off right now. Um. And we also said um, the whole justice for Charlie Swan was a big thing that was going around because I think that he did deserve some justice. Bella very rudely left him in Twilight. Um, oh my god, that really broke my heart. That really broke my heart. I feel like if my child ever said to me, said that to me, I would like never look at them the same. I would like always. <laughs> yeah. Like that is so hurtful um and he was and i mean yeah him and because like him and bella are very kind of similar with the awkwardness and not knowing what to say and very mellow and reserved but then again it's like i think that has to deal with the fact that renee had primary custody of bella and he only got two weeks with her yeah out of the year yeah she would that's not enough to come visit him every summer and she stopped wanting to go, and so he would go visit her. Which, first yeah, of all, Bella, it, like, she, come on, get over yourself. Um, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Two, okay, two weeks out of the year, you're not gonna have a very that that like. There's no, I've never seen unless there's like something drastic. It's like you, I've never heard of like with a custody thing like that where it's two weeks out of the summer usually like i understand with like school but what about spring break what about winter break what about yeah thanksgiving um for parents that well i don't know because my parents oh like my parents live in the same area like 20 minutes from each other so it was like i would go with my dad every other weekend and every wednesday my dad would pick me up um yeah 
uh, I think the same thing was is with my sisters. Is that they have the same thing that they they're supposed to go with them. I think every other weekend, but their dad lives far away. So if it's not every other weekend, it's like a month in the summer or like something like like a long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand like a month long. Yeah. If it's one, if it's once a year, like I can understand a month long, but two weeks. <laughs> that doesn't make up for the amount of a... time that I think that. And I think that maybe I mean I could also see maybe like Charlie just being like, dude, I like I can't. Like she's you know she was kind of she was like preteens younger right so like him being like yeah she can't be home by herself and I work so I could see something yeah. like that happening but then like yeah I don't know like she could go sit in the office with you <laughs> but then at at take your kid at to some work. point Bella did stop wanting to go with Charlie which makes me sad because yeah I mean, Charlie I um Charlie really did love love Bella and I there was this there's this TikTok I saw that made me a little bit angry because they said that in Eclipse that in the book Charlie congratulated Jacob on on kissing Bella and that is the one I mean that is the one bad move yeah Stephanie Meyer, why? I think that we, I, I, I don't know why she's, she tries to make all these characters that we love for a good a period of time, like these like secret villains, you know, like. Oh yeah, I mean that like with Rosalie, <laughs> hell, I mean I will never. Yeah. Disrespect Rosalie. Yeah. I relate to the her. So I, I don't, but like I, and I could see maybe him congratulating Jacob only because he doesn't like Edward that much, which he had his rights not to like Edward, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Basically, he was the entire reason that Bella left in Twilight because she's being chased by this (laughs) vampire that's going to kill her. And then... Yeah, and and then in New Moon... (laughs) She was literally having, like, PTSD because Edward left and he would somehow control her her dream or like her like emotions like that like she was so attached to him yeah and that's why i agree with you with the um why eclipse should have been them working on the relationship because i cannot see like i would never see myself forgiving that quickly i mean it was right after her birthday that he did this so september and then it was what january february when this happened yeah and it just like that's that's like what september october um november december June. that's like six months that's a long time and she was a different person like her whole personality did a 180 and it just did she not was depressed because and, yeah and that's like a big thing like you don't especially because i think he left her very vulnerable like she knew about this vampire world and that other vampires like that's such a dangerous position to put someone in like i'm team edward through and through but that was like a mistake like there's yeah i feel like there was another way to go about it and he literally he left because he felt like bad like because like what happened with jasper like see I can't, I can't give it away because oh, okay. you got to finish Midnight, you got to finish okay, Midnight okay. Sun. 
But okay, oh, and that, that just makes and it even worse. I'm like, and that, and that's why if you, if you've seen the videos and why like Mare and I have always and like a bunch of us who've read who finished it are just like, why? Because I made a video. Um, I made a video. It was like rereading New Moon after Midnight Sun, and I like threw it. And I was like, "You bastard!" Because uh, and then the people in my comments were all like, "I knew exactly what you meant." And then some people were like, "What does this mean?" I was like, "You have to read Midnight Sun oh, to okay. understand." I'm I'm literally I'm like more than halfway done, so I can probably like if I literally just sit down and read it, I can finish it. But um, because oh, like it just because there's another thing because there's another thing I want to talk about with Midnight Sun that pisses me off with edward because it's like no you did the right thing and he's trying to justify this thing that he did and he's all like oops my can you see <laughs> yeah, me yeah. my thingy like popped up he's trying to justify this thing that he did but i'm like no you did the right thing like stop it with your freaking guilt complex yeah that is that is a really big thing um about midnight sun what i've read so far is that he's just very like Oh, anything that he ever does, he's always just like questioning it. And we won't go too much into Midnight Sun because future, future episode. episode. But yeah, um, but yeah. So she was super changed after this, and Charlie had to sit there and literally like, like he couldn't do anything to help his daughter, like at all. Yeah, and like he was sitting there helpless. So then he was upset at Edward one for leaving his daughter. And, and because Charlie doesn't know the whole, like, ballet studio stuff, right? He just knows she went to Phoenix, fell out of a window, and then ended up in the hospital. Um, yeah. So that puts, like, an like even worse taste in his mouth because I feel like he doesn't know the trauma that she had to go through. And so it's probably less of, like, Edward leaving that – Edward leaving triggered these nightmares. But – like she's having nightmares about the trauma he went through and as far as charlie knows she's going through this these like these nightmares because edward is not there so yeah automatically to him like that's like no like not good at all um and then um i guess another thing that in eclipse i guess i don't I mean, Edward didn't really do anything, like, terrible in Eclipse. Um, I I, oh. <laughs> I just hate that he freaking, like, took her engine out of her truck. <laughs> yeah, that... To prevent her from going to the... Because that... Oh, God. I, that was a... That was a poor poor choice on his, on his end. Um, she could yeah. not start her car, and she was like, what the heck? And he jumps in and she goes, did you do this to my car? To my truck? Yeah. Because then it just kind of contradicts, like, what he said. That, like, if she chooses Jacob and, like, he would support her and be there for her. But then he's preventing her from even kind of seeing if that's the case. I mean, granted, she always thought of Jacob as a friend. And she did love him for, like, a friend. But it's all, like... Even he says that he would support her, but then he does this and like sabotages her truck to prevent her with the you don't know if they're gonna get violent. Okay, I have a question. Mm. Or maybe more of like a theory. But um 
we since we had the whole theory that Jacob could have imprinted on Bella and was meant to, but couldn't because she was a shield. Do you think that if if that moment in New Moon right before Edward calls, I'm about to start crying because I don't know why I'm getting so emotional over this. And then um, they're about to kiss, and then he says the he says, oh, I I forgot what he says, but. Uh, I, I forgot how to say it, but it's a it's a quillet like term. Um, let me search it up because it is the saddest thing that I ever. And oh my gosh, I wish I had my new moon book with me, but I left it at um, the dorm. Okay. Oh, let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What does he tell her? He says, "Oh, so it means um." He says, Kuwap Kila Whitley. I'm probably butchering that. But it means stay with me forever in Quillet. So I... Ouch. What if in that moment, like, right before Edward called, like, that could have been a moment for her to, like, let her shield down without knowing that she let her shield down. Because... Because... (laughs) Don't make me cry. She like she used she she knows how to, she knows how to let her shield down now as a vampire because she's worked on it. But then that would have been like a very vulnerable like moment for her, like you know like yeah. Alice just got there. She's very vulnerable. That could have been that could have been a thing. But just imagine like if they kissed and then her shield dropped and then he imprinted. Oh my gosh, that would have been wild. I think that would have led, that would have made it, the whole love triangle, I think even like heightened, like more heightened than than what it was in Eclipse. Because that was the whole thing, like Jacob was literally fighting Bella, like fighting over Bella because he thought that he could imprint on her, you know? And like, yeah and he didn't and I think that if he did imprint on her it would have made the love triangle more interesting I think it would have been an even like like it because in Eclipse to me it really wasn't like a love triangle thing because to me her choice was always clear like it was always Edward but then if you had this other force like making it impossible for Jacob to leave Bella alone like that would have like made made the love triangle even more like what the heck are we doing here? And then yeah. because imagine Ugh. imagine he she let in that moment she like let her shield down without knowing she let her shield down. Jacob and Prince gets the call from Ed from Edward. All that still happens. Like all they could have they could have let it just go on a little bit longer. Edward calls and she still makes the choice to go to Italy to save him. Imagine what a like yeah, that w- what a kick in the balls that would have been for Jacob. He would have he would have been hella heartbroken. And then Edward's still proposing at the end, like knowing knowing Jacob imprinted and he still proposes, like, oh my god. That would have made god. the love triangle, I think, even more interesting. I mean, and I think at the end I think so too. It, that maybe that would have made us like Jacob a little bit more if he imprinted on Bella and then he he would have had like no choice but to like try to fight for her love 
instead of like this option yeah. instead of the other option that we got where he's fighting for her love thinking that that's who he should have imprinted on but like yeah like he was he was prepared to not even like he was ex- he was expected not to find his imprint because he was his emotions were so strong for her like yeah that i think that would have uh, that would have made it more heartbreaking and i think that that would have made us like maybe more like not more team jacob but more like like empathetic it would have been a more divided yeah. fandom more, even more. yeah it would have been a more divided fandom yeah, because with the, with the with the canon that we have now it's very like he has his like the wrong like he has ev- ev- like every everything he has is like a wrong you know like like every little decision that he makes up from like eclipse like that one moment in eclipse on is like not the best decision ever. Um, there were so many. <laughs> there were so many cute moments in New Moon when he calls her "bite mark from James." Like that's your funny scar. <laughs> like ah. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> that would have been. I think that if if we really want, if she really wanted to stick with the, with the with the um with the whole love triangle thing, I think that that would have made it better. And I know that when she was writing, she didn't intend for it to turn into a, like a, like a love, I was going to say a three-way, whoa, <laughs> a love triangle. Um, that, I mean, movies always differ somehow from the book. So it could have easily been like, they changed it up a little bit. It wouldn't have changed yeah. up much of Eclipse. Only the fact that like Edward yeah. and Jacob would have literally had a reason to like literally battle it out because yeah you know edward's in love with bella like has this like connection to her and then jacob is literally has a connection to her from imprinting that would have made like the whole like from now on i'm switzerland thing like super like you go girl like dang yeah that would have been so much more spicy. that would have been so spicy yeah. and then charlie would have been there just like hey <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, speaking of Charlie, someone needs to write a fanfic about that. I'm gonna write a fanfic about it, that. I'm gonna yeah. write a fanfic. I'm gonna start from where they were about to kiss, and then Bella drops a shield. They imprint, and then all that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. Do it. I think it would be. Do I? Yes. I don't even know how to like where to write fanfics. <laughs> Wattpad. I know Wattpad is a thing. Um, Wattpad is, of course, like, one of the OGs. The only thing with Wattpad is they've kind of had some security breaches with, like, information. Um, <laughs> to anyone who's using Wattpad, I'm not trying to scare you, because I still have an account, but I haven't gone on there in a long time. I think the last time I went on there was at the beginning of the year to, like, delete all my old works from when I was, like, 14. Um... But they had, like, security breaches where I think information of users was linked on the dark web. And um, so you have you have archives of our own. We have archives of our own, which is definitely a popular one. And then I personally, in the recent years, when I've, like, read, I've used Quotive. Oh, yeah. So Quotive is also a good okay. one. Then I will go ahead. I'm going to look into that because I think that that would be an interesting fanfic. Yes. Oh that, my gosh. That would be 
while we're on the top, while we're still on the topic of Charlie, before we um end it or, or whatever, I do we want to touch on? We've kind of touched on it on a couple of episodes about like with powers and everything. There's the theory of what if Charlie is also a shield in some way, which we've talked about because it happens in Midnight Sun when Edward interacts with Charlie, he kind of, he's listening to his thoughts, but his, his thoughts are cut and dry where it's very like, it's like, it's like, you know, when you're on a, a, you know how he thinks of, um, yeah. So it's like, you kind of hear it, but then you don't. Um, So we're talking about, oh, the uh, powers. Um, how, how Charlie is his power or his thoughts to Edward were kind of like radio transmitters. Like they would come in and out. Um, and so we think we have this theory that we had talked about in a past episode that Charlie, if Charlie gets turned into a vampire, he would be a shield. Yeah. I don't think his shield would be to the extent of Bella's because Bella's was so powerful that Edward couldn't hear anything and neither could Mm -hmm. Aro and the fact that she could, which another thing, it's like, I saw this either on TikTok or on YouTube. It was talking about um, Bella's shield. So mm. Bella is able to project the shield onto others in like a physical form to mentally protect them. Yeah. And, but her mind's still shielded. So it makes us wonder how, which I think I had already told you about like with Midnight Sun, which spoiler again, with how... Um, during the scene in the hospital with James, Edward talks about how Renee was so like emotional and like she, it's like she projected her emotions that influenced people to help her. So it mm-hmm. makes us wonder if Bella's shield is a combination of Charlie and Renee where she's able to, she's mentally protected, but she's able to project it onto others yeah she still can't like and like the term projection i'm using that kind of loosely so people don't get confused because people like to think that she can project her thoughts and memories like renesme and that's not the case it's like because people like that was one thing with my one video like a lot of people were arguing with me about it and i'm like no that's not how it goes like renesme can project her thoughts and feel her thoughts through touch but bella can only project the shield itself like she's still protected so it's like i I think that um charlie um i think he's a shield but i have a theory that his is like he lets people like um he's able to kind of control what people see and or hear or whatever from his own thoughts i think that's something that his power powers would be yeah, so he kind of is able to, like, it's flexible. We're like, yeah. oh, once he's more comfortable with you and he can be open. And I wonder if he would be able to, like, bend the reality of what people, of what people, you know, kind of, like, um, see, like, as his thoughts or something like that. Um, or also if Bella yeah. has that ability, if she if she has the ability to kind of, like, um, cause she had let her shield down and that's why Edward was able to read her thoughts, um, at the end. 
And, and it seems like she's able to control what she's showing him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very interesting. Ooh. Which That's is another why, reason uh, why I think uh, Charlie should become a vampire because. Yes. Why is she calling me? Oh my god. I'm not going to answer it. I'm just going to let it continue. I don't think you can see me. Yeah, I, I can't see you, but um, it's fine. I'm going to cut. Like, I'll cut it. There we go. Um, okay. But yeah, um, I think that that's another reason why Charlie would be a great vampire. Um, and Charlie's underrated. He had one bad moment that we don't talk about. Um, yeah. But maybe we should. But I. But we talked about. It. We talked about it a little bit. We don't agree with it. But we still think that Charlie is a yeah. king. He deserved so much better. Um, he did. Also, like, screw Renee for leaving him. <laughs> We don't like Renee. Period. Well, I'm not a fan of Renee, but she, I'm not a fan she of didn't Renee deserve either. Charlie Swan. No, she didn't. She did not. Sue deserves Charlie. But and also, like, Charlie was Harry's friend, so T. That, yeah, T. That's a sweet. <laughs> I think him <laughs> and Sue are a cute couple, but at the same time, it's like, I understand. I don't know. I mean, come on. Sue and Harry were together for a long yeah. time. And remember in the in Breaking Down Part 1 at the wedding, um, I think, I forgot who had said, but one of them was like, let's go grab a drink. And then Billy was like, he was like oh, defensive. Yeah. It, it, it was Charlie. Charlie was all like, well, I plan on getting drunk. And it was like, Sue, would you like me to grab you a glass? And you just see Bill, I mean, Billy go, sparkling <laughs> yeah he was trying to stop that from happening because i wonder if he was doing it on like on purpose because like that was harry's wife or if he was doing it because if charlie became sue's partner then that would just open a, like a door for him to even like be more immersed into this world that he doesn't know about yeah, that and also, you know, even though Billy is accepting of Edward and Bella, it still leaves them vulnerable to the Cullens. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they still don't trust, even though they, like, and, like, that one scene where um, Jacob's thinking about how he's going to kill Edward if um, Bella doesn't make it, and um, when at the honeymoon... And Sam goes, I say, Jacob, the Cullens are not a threat. So it's like there was that moment of peace between them. But yeah. I think Billy still has his guard up where Bella is now going to be married to Edward. She's going to have to change. And if there's a chance Charlie is still part of her life, it leaves them vulnerable. Okay, so um, you just got me thinking earlier you said that the Romanians were gonna try to do this maybe this battle and the Voltori and the Colons might have to you know kind of gang up together but the Colons work with the wolves so what if the Colons say hey we need this backup like we need extra power 
we need the wolves. And the wolves, I feel like Arrow would be very, I feel like Arrow would be like, mm, okay, fine, we'll see. But then Caius would be like, not about it. Ooh, I, oh my gosh. I just like thought of like a theory that would literally throw a loophole that you had said earlier that maybe Jimmy is not really dead. What if at the, they have a battle and then Jimmy like walks out? <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, get on this right now. <laughs> that would be wild. Imagine Marcus just like, like seeing her and being like, what the heck? Like that would be. And then he go, and then he turns to Aro like, "You got some explaining to do." That would Oof. be crazy. But then Marcus would then want to go fight with them. Yeah. Oh no. That would cause a problem. Drama, and then it ends on a cliffhanger. We're like, "What? Oh. We need more." Yeah, Stephanie's just gonna put like Alice shows so so and so a vision, and that's all we're gonna get. And then we're gonna have to wait for a movie to come out. <laughs> exactly. Which I really hope there is, but a lot of people are saying they don't <sighs> think so. Nah, I think um, at like I of course I love the movies we have, and as much as I kind of would want a new um a new show or a I would want a show for like more detail or more but but with movies it's like not only am I still attached to the original cast it's also the fact that there are the problematic things in Twilight and it's like I don't think it would be a good idea to redo it and then perpetuate this again and then like these, I think like if these they were to do they things. would have to change some things they would never, yeah, they would, I, I think definitely they would really have to change some things. Because I would they not prob- slide into today's kind of society. Um, oh, no. That's it fun. has potential. But then, and then it's all like, you have, but, but no one, no one can be satisfied. Because it's like, if you start changing, then a lot of people are like, this is not like the original, like all this. And it's all like, there's a reason why it's not like the yeah. original. So. Which is why you should wait for our book to come out because <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna put a plug in there. Uh, we're it's not out yet, but <laughs> no, but we're gonna work on it. We will. We should put out trailers. <laughs> oh my! Do just some fan cams of like. We should just have Sam as our main character. Oh my god! Yes, I love Sam. See, that's the only reason why I would watch a new um. Twilight movie or show is if Sam is Bella. Period. Period. Oh my gosh. If you guys are, if there's going to be another, uh, or Renesmee. Renesmee, yeah. If there's going to be a new Twilight movie, um, or TV series, Sam as <gasps> Bella. Or Victoria, because have you seen her Victoria have, cosplay? Yeah. It is so, ooh, let's I was just, like, uh, yes. if, Let's just hire all the Olympic Coven <laughs> cosplay group. I mean, yes. if they if they won't get the, if they can't get the original actors, they're the, like, next best, next best thing. I have my retainers in, so I'm, like, talking all It's okay. Um, they, they're, like, the, the other option. Like, they're the best option if they can't get 
I mean, they're, I think their Edward looks very canon to Edward. I think so, too. Like, anytime... Also, sometimes if you search up, like, Edward Cullen, like, sometimes the... His pictures show up. up. And I'm like... I love it. I love that. It's amazing. Like, hey! <laughs> I love that. Oh, okay, well... I guess to conclude, Charlie deserves... Yeah. Uh, more. And SpongeBob Trump. characters are... Resemble Twilight characters pretty much sometimes. <laughs> um, and now it's time to get into Reed's weekly read. <laughs> oh, I heard. Oh no. I think my grandma dropped something. Okay. So I have. Sorry if my. Oh my god. Sorry if my stomach starts growling. I probably should eat something. <laughs> but it'll be okay. Um, okay, so I have two books that, um, which honestly, I'm proud of myself, because I hadn't been doing much reading in the past couple weeks, um, because of school and, like, trying to come up with ideas for TikTok and, um, just a whole bunch of other things. But anyways, so I have two books. The first one we're going to do is Eclipse, because I have been rereading Eclipse, and I think I'm on chapter... I'm on chapter eight now. Um, yeah, so I got up to after finishing Unhappy Ending, which is Rosalie's story. And um, it's like, definitely, I think Eclipse is the most, like the best, I think, okay. I think Eclipse had the best adaptation book to movie compared to the others because while they did change some things, they were little things. Whereas we see in like Twilight, we have the whole Waylon story, which didn't even happen in the books, but it kind of made sense to add it because it kind of sets up for the nomads. Um, But it definitely Eclipse, like, Eclipse is also, I think, my favorite just because of, like, the drama and the action, and, um, we see Bella really have to, um, really, she's really in her thoughts, like, I think she does the most thinking in this, (laughs) and, um, I need to finish it, um, so I'm, because then I'm gonna plan to reread Breaking Dawn, and, um, also, this one definitely was, I think Eclipse was a hundred or so pages longer than the first two because Twilight was only like 400 something pages yeah. and the New Moon was around the same, maybe close to 500. Um, Eclipse is almost 630. And I think also, <laughs> I think with Eclipse, it had definitely, she she definitely um, shocked us when she decided to give us Jacob's point of view for the epilogue, which I'm still a little like, you know, uh (laughs) surprised because I'm like, you gave us Jacob's, which makes me wonder, like, it just makes me wonder, like, I want to know her true thoughts on the Jacob character because she really gave us his point of view twice. I think, and gave him a whole was section. Was not something that came out where he said that Jacob was, she's like Team Jacob? I don't know. I feel like I saw it, that somewhere. Let me let me search it up while you're continuing. 
so oh oh and also <laughs> chapter eight is when i guess we get into um quill's imprint and that's when bella finds out about like she she kind of we saw her reaction to with quill she thought the same thing so that's another thing with like the whole problematic thing about imprinting okay so i found it but um she said in an interview that if she were to pick a team she said i'd say i'd probably be in team jacob that's more of my style uh, wow hmm. that's very interesting but maybe ooh, that's why okay. she gave us uh Jacob point of view two different times. Yeah. And then but then she freaking ruined his character. Exactly. How do you uh, to your favorite character? <laughs> it's, oh my god, exactly. Exactly. Um so yeah. Basically that's my little take on Eclipse. I've just I'm rereading Eclipse. Um definitely I've there's a lot of things I kind of wish, like even the small details I wish they had in the movie. Cause on, I really wish that it was Rosalie seeking out Bella in the um, backstory part of the movie. Yeah. I don't, I, I kind of didn't like how they made her angry, which is why Bella seeks her out. I, I don't know. It just, I, I was just like, come on. And I, I, it just adds to the like the whole the secret villain like fiasco that we were talking about. Um, Bella seeking her out because she got mad is like adds to the whole like these secret villains in a way. Yeah, like, I totally agree. Yeah, because it because like in the book, I thought that that was a very that was like a very vulnerable and kind of um. I forget the word I'm trying to think of. It's a fancy word, but um, with between the two characters, because it's all like Rosalie yeah. is someone who is like this stoic in the background, very angry character who Bella knows doesn't like her. And the fact that she goes to her to talk to her kind of just shows, okay, I'm being vulnerable with you. I want to talk. It, yeah. I think it was a very pivotal. That's the, yeah, there's a lot of characters that I think that are in there, even to the Cullens that we see, where she makes them these, like, secret villains that kind of, like, you know, like, Rosalie, um, also Jasper, Jasper being, like, Jasper. literally wanting to kill Bella, <laughs> and yeah. then, like, being a Confederate soldier and all this stuff, um, so why can't we just make our characters, like, good characters, like, like, it's, exactly. it's more like we have, like, these bad people with, like, redeemable qualities is what it seems like. And not just, like, yeah. good people. Yeah. Ugh. That's one thing that definitely makes me upset with um, with it. And then going on to my next one. Now, this. <laughs> oh, my God. If you follow me on TikTok, you're going to be, like, really? If you've been following me <laughs> since, like, my when I would. when I still do book talk every now and then, but I just. Ugh. So this is Silence. It's the third book in the Hush Hush saga, which is about angels. And the the first book of Hush Hush was the first book I used um, on our first episode. And it's about fallen angels. And um, people like to think of it as, see, okay. People have tried saying that this is kind of like Twilight, but angels. They've also said that about fallen, 
But honestly, I don't know if that's going to come to it because there hasn't really been a love triangle yet. So I don't, I guess it's in Twilight with the sense that it's supernatural. There's drama. Um, Nora is kind of at the center of it. It's like she's at the center of it. She kind of knows, but then she doesn't know. So I guess it's similar to Twilight in that it's not similar in that I don't, there's not a love triangle yet. I mean, granted, it could happen. I'm halfway through the third book because I started this book, a, I started this book two days after I finished Midnight Sun, which was back in <laughs> August. I got up to yeah. chapter three and then I kind of stopped and then I moved to my dorm and I brought it with me and then I got up to chapter five and then school and other things and like fam- stuff went on with like, you know, my family and I just, I hadn't been reading. And so I finally, I finally um, turned it. Why is my phone not charging for some reason? It's like, I finally um, picked it up. I brought it with me to my grandma's because I was like, I need to, I need to finish it. Like, I think it was, I saw a video of someone talking about the saga saying it's about to get a movie. And I was like, I think this is the sign that I need to finish the book. And so picked it up, started right back onto chapter five because I kind of remembered like, even though it had been like three months, I remembered what had went down. And mm. yesterday I just could not put it down and I'm already on chapter like 14. So I'm halfway done with it, which I'm very happy because that means- It looks that- like it looks like it'll be like a quick, like it's quick read. It is. It definitely, it's like- um it's about the same um, as Twilight. It's about 430 pages. And also the chapter, it has a lot of chapters, but they're short. So it's like you kind of go through it pretty quick. And um, I'm, I'm like, it's it's setting up. And I'm like, oh, no, because the cliffhanger at the second one, and it's like, oh, because this is what happens. I don't want to spoil it in case maybe people out there want to read it or you do. But this, I got, I got to. I want to read it. I got, I got to like tell you this. So, at the end, there was like a fiasco that happened at the end of book two, and it mm. results in Nora apparently been missing at the at the opening of this book. She had apparently went missing, and she has no memory of what happened past like the past five months so she has no memory of like the first two books going into this one and it's like what so I was like what the heck and now I'm having to like I'm reading it I'm like and it's like you're in her thoughts so it's like you know as the reader what happened and it's like you're getting frustrated because it's like no no this happened this is wrong because she has no memory so it's definitely interesting i i definitely recommend it i'm hoping to get it done tonight or tomorrow (laughs) so i can start um the final book and um then be ready for when the movie comes out so which i hope i really hope the movie does justice and it doesn't flop because unfortunately with the fallen series that's what happened oh my god my phone's still been in charge (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but it's like with the Fallen series, the way they do these, and I think that's the same with like Twilight. I think if Twilight hadn't been, like it hadn't brought down the box office, I don't think we would have gotten the next three movies 
because that that kind of yeah. that kind of is a pattern with like these big franchises and sagas and movie and like movies is if if they don't especially with books if it's like if the first one doesn't do good they won't make the second if the second one doesn't do good then yeah. they might not make the third harry potter yeah. i think is the very a very special case where they managed to get all seven yeah. so fallen only got the first one that's we why we got to make sure our uh, our book is good. So that <laughs> yeah, yes, we got to make sure it's good so that... We're either um, doing TV series or movies. <laughs> yes, and that's another... And same with the Mortal Instruments. So we got to make sure that we sell our rights to the right people. <laughs> yes. So... We'll take we'll take it as an example. Uh, yes. We'll, we'll, we're going to be doing lots of research when we get into this. And then yes. just imagine, like... Just imagine in a couple of years or how many podcasts we'll be into by the time our book comes out. And then Reed Weekly Reef will be our book. <laughs> oh That's going to be gosh. my motivation. That's going to be iconic. Yes. We're going to have to do like a whole series where we just like read our book. Oh my God, yes. See? We we'll be like roasting a, our own characters and being like, yeah. no, she should have done this. And then you'll be like, you wrote that. I'll be like, well, you made me, you said this was a good idea. <laughs> we were going to be sitting there like, damn it, we should have done this instead. Jeez. Oh my God, that's so funny. How iconic of us. We're going to be so, oh my gosh. We're going to, are we going to let it go to our heads? We're going to let it go to our heads. Yes, we are. Every, every episode we're going to be like, well, in our book. Can you look? Both of our Mercuries are in Leo, I think. So <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, should we go look at our co-star? Oh, yeah, I, I pulled it up on my phone. I, I can't. I can't pull. Um, you pull it up because I can't pull it up on. Okay, I'm pulling it up. In case you want to, you guys want to know, Rhea and I are actually very compatible, <laughs> which I guess makes sense because, like, I mean, we work, we get along. So we have compatibility in our intellect and communication, which are both in Leo. Yes. Um, which makes sense since we started a podcast together. We make we, good business partners. We, we make, make good, good business partners. Um, and the good thing is, all, we didn't talk about our compatibility on our Zodiac episode oh, yeah. because we didn't. We both didn't have co-star. Well, I had. Well, I did, but I just didn't use like even think about. Yeah. That. Um, love and pleasure are both in Leo. Oh. So the pleasures of life, possibly. We also have uh, our compatibility in philosophies of life, which is mine. I think mine's in Taurus and yours is in Pisces, which makes sense because I heard that Pisces is like every, has like qualities of every single like Zodiac. And then our senses of responsibility are both in Taurus. Yes. Which makes lots of sense because I mean, hey. Hey, I mean. Senses of responsibility. So. I think it's very interesting, and also because like Virgos, Virgos and Leos are very hit and miss. They can make really good friends and business partners, but in like relationships, not so much. So I think we hit the yeah. nail with the friends and business partners. Yeah. <laughs> so I think good that's very I'm married good. and <laughs> yeah, I'm married <laughs> and in a separate relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Woods, I ain't coming for your girl. Don't he's worry. He's gonna be listening at work, like he's gonna. Sometimes he'll do that, like on the episode where we talked about cancers, uh, oh, no. or, or our Zodiac episode, he listened, and he came home, and I was, he was like, oh, so I don't let you choose where we eat, huh? And I was, 
<laughs> he was like, I, he was like, I'm manipulative, and I was like, Barry, you're very manipulative, but in a good way. In it's, a good way, is, we stand, Mr. Woods. We stand, Mr. Woods. I love that. I love that the group <laughs> chat stands my husband. Yes, love that. He's a, he's a great person. Um, well, I guess with that's the end of our episode. Tune in. Oh, here I have it pulled up on my phone. Um, tune in next episode. Oh, I didn't even check the date. Um, <laughs> let's check the date on that. It's gonna be twenty twenty one. It will be tw- our net our first episode of twenty twenty one will be episode eight. Um and it'll be on January eleventh. Um we will talk about Twilight characters oh my God, and what day. careers we think they would have if they yes. were not pretending to be high school students and all things Midnight Sun. So we touched on yes. it a little bit today, but we're gonna go in depth to it next episode so if you have not finished midnight sun this is your sign to finish it because i have to finish it too um it's gonna be an it's gonna be a spoilers um like yeah, very we're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna finish reading it and i'm gonna go back and start annotating it so um it's gonna be very in-depth so if you have not finished it finish it asap before january 11th that's your new year's resolution to finish yes. midnight sun um follow us on all of our social medias instagram tiktok um at the bite podcast rr stop by make sure you stop by on our instagram every time we upload an episode because we go live yes we go live every monday every other monday that we post our episode at like 5 p.m. Central, 6 something, 5, 5, 6, something like that. Yeah. Um, and we just sit there and we chit-chat and have a fun time. Um, uh, some of your favorite tick twi-talkers might be on there, too, in the chat. Mare, Cherish, Jazz, Jazz, all of them. So if you want to go talk to them in the chat, not us using our friends as plugs. Them watching this later on, like, oh. Uh, with the with the eyes the eyes and the mouth <laughs> we love you guys y'all are amazing um thank you for staking this long we'll see you yes. guys next time see you bye, bye.